right, you ready? What's going on, everybody? It's Alondra Marie here on another episode of Out of the Trance. I have the one and only Imani. Yay! <sighs> Yay! It's ASMR. Damn. And you got the good mic for that. Ah. Wait, do it one more time. <laughs> so, uh, Imani and I have known each other for quite some time, actually, since, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. We were literal babies. To the back, like, to the back. Were you 18 or 19? I was 20. When I joined You're the older military. than me? Oh, I was, uh, yeah, I was 19. I, I lied, I was 19. When's your birthday? No, nah, I, I was 94. <laughs> yeah, you are older than me. Okay. Yeah, I was okay. like, I think I was 20. Yeah, I was 20 when I joined the military. Okay, yeah. Or just turned 20. 20? Yeah, I was 19 when I went to basic training, and then when I got out, I turned 20. And then when I went to England, I turned 21. Are you a Taurus? Virgo. 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 September, Why is it not September, 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 girl. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I joined when I was... 18 and i think i turned 19 but i turned 19 after i met you so i was 18 mm-hmm. when i met you mm-hmm. and you know where we met yeah where in texas but what were we doing we was in the military what do you mean what was we doing i was just trying to remember what we were doing that we like where we, we actually finally were interact- doing well baby you lived right across the hall that is true. and we there was we in go. the same squadron there so we, we just knew each other from around the way thomas uh-huh Trainee and Man. Airman and Airman Thomas and Era <laughs> Vega Pacheco. <laughs> and then name. Yes. And then we ran into each other in Japan mm. in 2017? 16. Yeah. 18. 18. 18, girl. But it was like what? Right at the end, yeah. No. I mean, well, right at the end is when I got out. I got out at the end of 2018 in December. I think I have amnesia. Yeah, these years be blending, but hey, we here. We here, and now we're in Oklahoma City. Yep. Um, both making music. It's crazy. Full circle moment. Mm-hmm. And now we're grown as hell. Big grown. Nearing our 30s. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so, anyways, Imani, tell us about what you got going on. You got, I, I hear you got a tour coming. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to talk to us about that a little bit? Okay, well, I have a project I dropped this summer called After Hours, and... It's a, it's a, it's probably one of the best things I've written thus far. I'm very proud of it, and I produced that with a friend of mine, LRG Instrumentals, out of Tulsa. He's great with the beats, um, and the project is speak for itself. It's really a kind of like a, a I always say that all my music is are, are like me telling the time as it is, like really what's happening to me, around me, through me. And um, that's really all what After Hours is. Everything I want to do, everything that's happened, everything I'm going to do is in one project. And so this tour is a, a different kind of tour. It's not like a you go book a space and then you pay X amount for a ticket. It's like I'm going to the open mics in different cities. So I'm going where the people are. People, where they're, they're looking for live music. They're looking for somebody to sing a song to them and just kind of get to know the different artists and individuals in each city. So. That's actually really smart. You know, and you I save so much that. more money, but then you spend so much more money because then you got to get there, boo. That's another story because I'm going to get there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I sure will. No, that is smart. You said you're going where the people are at. I think, you know, out of all the places I've performed, one thing is there's a different atmosphere about being somewhere where people are not there 
to listen to you mm-hmm. versus when they're there to listen to performers or artists of all kind and right. they receive you so much more differently than me exactly. so you're really smart about that thank you basically not forcing it you're just letting it happen yeah. organically and i love that definitely i did listen to your ep and yeah. i have to say this is the most cohesive project i've heard you have thank you. yes and it feels even though you're telling stories that are kind of hard i think it feels very like peaceful at the same time like you're finding peace with yourself and the things that you're going with or going through Mm -hmm. so i really liked it good job i'm proud of you i feel like you've definitely grown um as an artist since i first heard you so girl i'm very proud of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) also i have to give thanks to imani because she's the one that literally put me on to the okc scene in terms of um music so we'll forever be grateful for her because i swear to god if it didn't if it wasn't for her i probably still might not have landed Mm. um performances this last year so um so thank you so much for that you're welcome girl you got the talent it's easy thank you you don't even have to make it hard you just do it has anybody say you sound like raven simone sometimes yeah (laughs) i get that a lot (laughs) (laughs) people say i look like the brat and okay you know, you definitely sound like Raven. I heard her talking on a TikTok like a while back, and I was like, "Why does that voice sound so <laughs> familiar?" Yeah, I've gotten that for since I was a kid. I've gotten that. It's just the mannerisms, the whole yeah, the literally whole vibe. Yeah, it's it. a good vibe though. I like her. So. <laughs> Thank you. And she's iconic. Yeah, I love her. So, so, what's a what has been a goal as an artist that you've achieved this year that you didn't know you would achieve maybe this fast or? Mm, I mean, I feel like. Man, well, I did come across one Timbaland recently. That was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, that was hard. Shout out to TikTok because these media, these social media platforms are really connecting people who you would never thought you would have ever met in a lifetime, you know, within a second. So I just appreciate the fact that he was available to, you know, do what he's doing now, which is listening to the creators, you know. I, I did the review show and I sent him three songs and he listened to them and it was pretty cool because he ended up actually liking the song. You know what I'm saying? I think he said something about like he would listen to that in, in the car. His car. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a compliment right there. I literally died. I <laughs> died and came back to life and nobody could tell me anything for the rest of the day. Literally, the week, the month, honestly. No, no. literally. <laughs> this is Timbaland we're talking about. So that was actually pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? I I just appreciate being seen by people. You know when they tell me I'm doing a good job and when they listen to my music or tagging me and stuff that really does help you know not just me but anybody who's out here trying to make something out of music so it's a pretty big accomplishment yeah that is a big deal um I remember I saw you post that I was like damn because he's been doing that for Mm -hmm. months and like I would try to get on and nothing and I would sit there for hours watching TikToks sometimes I'm like it never got picked I'll be like I guess I won't go to the gym today because I'm gonna just watch this TikTok live he's gonna get me (laughs) so it's a pretty big deal that you know and also the cool thing about TikTok is exposure it puts you like you said in front of people's faces who you would never be able to you know be in front of so mm-hmm. um that was really special but i am proud of you for that i'm glad he liked Thank it because you, you did that right before you dropped the ep right i did it was after it oh was you after. had already dropped mm-hmm. it okay yeah mm-hmm. and that's great marketing because if Timberland likes it y'all should like it too right and <laughs> <laughs> that was that's my thought process free free marketing oh <laughs> uh, come on man come on can't beat that so what else do you have going on um like personally aside of music 
that I you mean, would like to tell us about? Shoot, I I'm honestly just in the business of healing and dealing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm coming off of a whirlwind of a of a marriage and you know having to deal with all of the things that divorce brings, and that's not the best feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And losing somebody you care about is not fun, but I think that because I'm so aware of how I am and where I want to be and what things are supposed to feel like when you are where you are and you how you're how you want to be, it's just it was it was a needed detachment. So um, you know, just dealing with that, understanding that everything happens in its time and everything happens for a reason. So I just kind of been you know loving on the people around me that love me and most importantly loving myself so that I can. Make it through the the hard times, you know, because they happen. But right. so am I. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like when I went through my divorce, I felt like I was grieving a lot. Yeah. And for a while, I I thought you know I was grieving the person, but I think I was more so grieving this future that I was already so hard set on. Mm. Um, and then I suddenly like it was just ripped away. Um, and at the end of the day, I was happy that it happened because yeah. then I was where I was supposed to be, and then things started flowing the way they were supposed to. It's almost like it made room for the better things. So even though the grieving was kind of difficult and it took a a while for me, Mm. um, I was grateful that it it literally made room for bigger and better things. Make room and it makes you aware. One of how you are, how you used to be, and how you're going to be. So So where you're at now with your love life, are you going to like... Would you ever get married again? Girl, um, <laughs> next question. Nah. <laughs> okay, we can skip no. it. I mean, I'm always open to, to find love and be in love with somebody. I feel like we're not meant to, meant to go through life alone. That may look different for other people. But I do know that there will be a time where I find interest in somebody, and they're going to interest me back, and we just going to be interested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for now, we just outside living our lives. Okay, we love that. So, we're going to move into the topic for this episode, which is resilience. And I texted it to you very last minute. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Let's but I feel like it's fitting with your life, the things you got going on in life. And obviously, I've known you for quite a while. So, I feel like you've you've definitely had to be a very resilient person to be right here mm-hmm. with, you know, everything you've dealt with. So, um, I thought it was a fitting topic. Yeah, I'm I glad you so. said yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna talk about whatever you want me to talk about. You know, I've been talking. I'm gonna talk. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it. So, what do your coping mechanisms look like? Mm, I say, well, you know, I am a connoisseur of things that smoke. So, <laughs> a good little blunt, you know what I'm saying, to get your mind right, help you focus up on things. I won't say I'm dependent, but I definitely do indulge. Okay. okay. And sometimes you just need a little break, a little, you know, one, two. But other than that, music. And like I said, I my, my songs really do tell exactly what's going on. So if I'm in a good mood, you're going to tell in the song. But if I'm going through something, you're going to hear about it. And I think because I'm able to, you know, communicate that way, it does help me, like, release a lot of that tension that do feel whenever I feel like I'm held back on something. Um, But, yeah, and community, friends, family, people that are supposed to be there whenever you're going through something. Sometimes you don't need to go and dump your poop on someone else's porch because they may not have the capacity to hear that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you go spend time with those people, you know, just be around other people living their lives and, you know, who may not be feeling as down as you are. Maybe they are, but 
just having that experience and that connection with people does help you get through things as well. So that would be my top three. You said something about dumping shit on people. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's talk about it. And I want to say that for my early 20s, that I was notorious for literally like just venting to people without, you know, being mindful about like, are they able to, able handle, to that? handle this? Yeah. And like, I didn't care. Like, I would just be like, this is hey, it. I got a vent. This is going this on. Is you know, and so now I try to be more conscious about it. I still have the tendencies here and there. I feel like mm-hmm. some things is just like a personality thing, but it's just about being mindful and remembering like, okay, like not everybody is ready to like, nope, take this in. Like and not maybe everybody is meant fun. to hear it. Exactly. You know? Sometimes you're meant to just sit with it with yourself. Cause oh, that's so hard. Clarity, it comes whenever you really understand yourself. And if you're venting, but the other person... They ain't able to provide you what you need to get through that. You know, you still left lacking at the end of the day. And there's still a lot of self-work that you're going to have to That's do true. to get through the problem. So you might as well just sit on it. You know, my mama told me a lot. There's a power in silence. And I didn't know how to be quiet for a very long Ten. time. Yeah. I talked Very to long time. So, you know. Okay. I had a friend one time tell me that she's not my therapist, and that Ooh. was the rude awakening that I needed. Okay, because that'd be true. And the crazy part is, at the time I was so upset with her, I cut her off. Dang. And now I always think back to that moment. She was right. Yeah. She was right. She was on to, She was much older. Not much older, but she was older than me. Mm. She was a whole mom already, so like, mm. she viewed life, life so much more differently than I did. But yeah, and that's where things shifted. Mm. And now I'll be like, okay, you can talk about it. You right. good? You, no. You want to hear what I have to Okay. No, I be hearing crazy shit going on. <laughs> it's so, all good. Do you feel like your coping mechanisms are healthy? I think that they are healthy for me. I feel like <laughs> I'm healthy. Yeah. What I do may, may like that's an opinion, you know. So what may help, what may be healthy for me, may not be healthy for you, okay. or healthy for him or her, you know. But am I harming myself? Am I putting myself in a position to, you know, be successful? You know, are other people being harmed? You know, those are the things you have to take into account when you make decisions like cope, coping, you know, like. She over here making me think about a lot of things. I'm like staring at her. I'm like, shit, you're making a lot of good points. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you feel like you may need something. I was just talking about this, but sometimes you feel like you may want something because this will make you feel better. But then you have to realize after you get it, like, okay, did that really help the purpose of why you got that thing? Is it helping you grow? Are you able to look at this and say, I'm show gratitude to it, you know what I'm saying, for getting you through the next 10 minutes, 10 hours, You're talking about, days. like, that instant gratification yeah. feeling. Yeah, 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 because sometimes that quick and easy thing may be the very thing that's holding you back from, you know, the next level. So I always try to check in with me mm. first to make sure that I'm putting into me and pulling out of me the things that are supposed to be good. I'm sick. No. I need to do better. No. <laughs> don't we all baby that's the whole thing healing and dealing that's what i said this is the most peaceful podcast i've filmed so far like her voice is so soothing i feel like wow like i just be listening to you like mm-hmm. thank you i, I hope I that y'all feel the same way when y'all listening to this because <laughs> wow the other ones we just get like distracted or like ah. we joke a lot which is funny i love them they're all unique in their own way yeah but this one has definitely been so far well the most i appreciate that one. love you know what i'm saying it's these questions you asking a question i'm just answering what did i put i can't even read my own handwriting mm, she's not a school teacher <laughs> 
That's what I say when I can't read handwriting. I'm not a school teacher. <laughs> I am not. Thank God. I write like a doctor. Mm. Yeah, I can't read that. No, you don't even try. All right. <laughs> okay, so what have you learned from your failures in, in your recent adult life? I feel that um, Imani sometimes does things, you know, off the spur of the moment and off a of feeling, you know what I'm saying, or like, you know, intuition. And yes, that is something that you should have in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt to plan. And that, I think that's what I've learned from some of my failures that I've, you know, witnessed throughout the last, maybe even the last years. Like, it don't hurt to plan stuff out. You know, not everything needs to just be because the time is right, you know. The time may not be right. You may not have put too much thought into what it is you wanted to do, but here you are rushing into it, and now maybe even six months later, that thing you thought was working, it's not working no more because you didn't plan it out mm-hmm. to the fullest. You were just riding a wave. So always plan. plan. Failure to plan is planning to fail. <laughs> okay. So how have you applied this to, like, in, in real time? Like, <laughs> I think I put a lot of that in energy into my music this year i think it's been a very big year for music for me just organizationally like all of the winter of last year i just spent like four four months just learning everything i could about the industry everything about what i needed to have to be successful so that when i go into a room how can i communicate you know what leverage i have how can i communicate what i know and what i don't and then I use that information and I put it into my friends. So, like, you know, shout out to Soul Stars out there in Tulsa. We all kind of came together and was like, okay, what does it look like for me as an artist individually and collectively? And we put that into that tour that we did in June, which was really fun, um, very successful because it was fully funded. And um, that was, like, my first idea, like, my first insight into actual planning. You know, like yeah. actually planning it because a lot of that was me just, you know, getting it organized, whatever, blah, 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 because you got to have you a Virgo on your team. <laughs> Y'all think it's, it's it's in the stars, baby. Blame the stars, not me. Okay. Yeah. I'm just the messenger. But when you have, you know, that organizational mindset, the military, my, my, my degrees in human resources, like it was so much easier for me to use the tools I had to plan. Instead of just going out and doing it. So I took that and I'm using that now for my own solo tour, you know. So it's been levels to everything and just like organizing things and, you know, making it look like how I would imagine it would look if I had a team behind me when it really is just me. No, and you could have fooled me because, I, like I said, I've seen a shift in the cohesiveness of your music mm-hmm. and obviously your marketing and now you're going on tour. So things seem very organized and it does mm-hmm. seem like you do, in fact, have a team. Yeah. So it's really cool to hear you say the same thing. And I'm on the, I'm on the same boat. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I do everything on my own. Yeah. And now I've done it over and over again. So now I know, like, this is what I got to do next. Mm-hmm. And then this is what I got to do next. And like you said, there's things that I don't know. So organization is my biggest weakness. So, like, you see this board right here? Don't let, don't let it fool you. Cause it's some of these, to me. Yeah, but some of these things haven't been checked off in months. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? You're aware of them. But it's the thought that counts. Yeah, you can see them. <laughs> and then consistency. Because, like yeah. you said, like, you've done it a couple times, so now that you know what it is you need to do, it's easier for you to plug and play. All right? I know the light going to be here, the camera going to be here, and I know what time I need to do this because yeah. this is the time I got available. So, showing up for yourself like that is what shows everybody else that they should show doing, up for you too yeah you do and just understanding that that's what it takes to show up you mm-hmm. have to be consistent i was so mad at myself because i was like 
why am I not making more music? And I feel like I don't have enough, and I don't have, and I don't have. And then I realized, like, girl, you gonna have it because you ain't doing it. Hello. Hello. So I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once I took pride in my work and the things that I'm doing with my music, and even the quality of the songs, and just slowing down and doing better and fixing the little things. Once I took the time to do that, I feel like people were buying into it more. Yeah. Like, and then once I was showing that part of the process too, and showing people like, this is what came from this, and then it gets people invested. So I think that was another thing that I was kind of faulty on when I started making music too. And I would complain. I'd be like, why is nobody listening? Nobody wants to. Nobody cares. And ask me, not (laughs) y'all. Literally. Sorry for the wait, babe. You know? But you're doing good. I'm proud of you. Are you thinking about ever dropping an album? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've been having fun with just, like, the content that I do and, like, the EPs have been giving me an opportunity to really learn my sound. I feel like I only really, you know, you bringing it up about cohesiveness and just it making sense and the growth of it all. Like, I really only just found my sound, like, the last year, into last year time. And that's crazy because I've been writing for about three years now but you know you don't have access to what you don't go find so now I have those things and now I'm just learning okay like how to how to do the repetition thing you know recreate so I don't know about an album yet but y'all gonna keep getting these singles and cool videos as long as you can get them (laughs) I got those that's how I feel too I got them for you I, I don't think I don't think I can decide on a sound yet. I feel mm-hmm. like there's seasons and like for me. And so I like the idea of keep doing like singles, EP, singles, mm-hmm. EP, just because like life changes so much. I can't commit to just one. I understand that. And you're so talented. And that's the thing about beat makers. Like, because I didn't even know you really was into that like that. Mm-hmm. But yo, you really, yo, you be dogging them beats though. That's pretty <laughs> fucking cold. Like, so. I'll do my best. I think that's something to say. Like, you are, your tastes change because as you develop the skill, you start to get mm-hmm. into do th- And now you can write to this because you're a writer. So yes. it's like, yeah, your sound gonna change as you make beats. But it's still something that's that could just be it. That's mm-hmm. your sound. It changes. You're a chameleon. Yes, I feel like I am a chameleon. Mm-hmm. So, how would you describe your sound? I say like cool R and B, neo soul, mm-hmm. lo fi, yes, type vibes. Definitely neo soul and I soul like, and I like I like that good chill music. Yeah. You know, like just that rainy day or just riding down the road. You give me like Erica Badu vibes with Thank your music. You. The little neo soul. It's so good. Y'all need to listen to her stuff. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate that. No, that definitely is a good influence. Um, Badu is an influence. Jill Scott, India Irene. Lauren Hill, Alicia Keys. Have you always been singing? Like, mm-hmm. have you always made music? Since, since I was able to talk, I've been singing something. I um, was not a singer. Mm-hmm. I was a band nerd. That's where the... You was in the band? I was. It's a tuba. You was a tuba player? Girl. It's a tuba thing. No, Shopping. I played the French horn. Okay. Which is nerdy as hell, but... It's still a horn? Yeah, it is. I like the horns. That's <laughs> the best part. Yeah, it is. For they sure. So I feel like sometimes when I sing, I'm I'm mocking a horn. Yeah. A lot of, t- especially in like alchemy, I think that that one is kind of like ring the alarm. Like, burr, 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 burr. That's how I feel. Oh. Like I sound. Yeah. When I listen to it. I can so, see that. I love the horns. Some people's voices literally sound like a in- like almost mm. like an instrument, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a be- beautiful thing. I can't say that about my voice. I feel like my voice, I try to make like my melodies that complement whatever beat i'm doing right. so like it just sounds cohesive but 
But yeah. No, you have a sound. Your sound is like, you know how when you clean your ears out? That is how your sound makes It's like, oh my God. It's so smooth, you know? Like, it's just, it's getting that spot. You know what I've I'm saying? I've never heard that before. I like that a lot. No, you know, minus the earwax, but you get it. Like, you no, know, but that should feel good. That do feel good. It's I like, be doing it just feel to feel good. it. Yeah, I like it. I like that. That's how you sound. I appreciate it. So you were earlier. You were talking about community. Mm-hmm. Um, what does your community look like now? How has it transformed over the years? And mm-hmm. where do you see it going? Well, once I was a one-woman wolf pack. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm about to quote the movie. Okay, but listen. So I think that I went from doing it by myself and feeling like nobody else was doing it because I wasn't looking for them to. My soul wanted it so badly that they just started popping up, and so like because I started maneuvering how I saw myself moving, the people who also were doing that saw me too. And so within the last year and a half, almost two years, it's just kind of been like this ongoing machine that's just building up. And so I've started to gather, you know, my community, my team, my tribe, you know what I'm saying? Even with you coming out here, like it's people who – have watched me grow or, you know, are growing with me in this music thing. And it's really exciting because now that we have the team, we, we can create things so much faster. You get things done so much quicker. Um, of course, you, you got to combine, you know, multiple people's schedules and stuff to get things done. But that's just life. But the fact that you have the opportunity to do that, you can create dope stuff every single time. Like, it ain't no misses. Like, that's all I ever wanted. So, like... And that's just music-wise, content-wise, or business-wise. It doesn't matter. Like, these people that I've found are, you know, like, important to my growth and just as much as I'm important to theirs. So that's what I feel like the community's all about. Before, it was just me, you know, just trying to figure it out, you know. Do you feel like you purposely were going solo in terms of community back then, or do you feel like that's just how it was? I think everything's purposely. I don't think anything has happened by chance. I think the seasons that you go through, whether it be alone or with somebody in certain times, it's like you are meant to learn something here mm-hmm. on the people that are around you even then. Because I wasn't by myself. Musically, I was by myself. But there were people there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But were they supposed to be helping me with the with the journey or what? Who knows? You know, yeah. Who knows? So, like... The thing is, is just understanding that as I am, I think all of those skills that I got while I was by myself helped me whenever I met these people. Because now it's kind of like back in the day when people used to barter exchange services. It's like, okay, well, I got I got nuts. Do you have fruit? And they're like, yeah, I got fruit. Do you have wood in every community? So it comes together. I think the, the music community here in OKC, and I've said this in a previous episode, I think it's really, really good, mm-hmm. and it's really, really welcoming, at least from my experience. Yeah. Um, and in every um, place that I've stepped foot in, everybody's welcoming, everybody wants to connect, everybody wants to support, and mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. And this is honestly the first time I've experienced, like, community yeah. as far as music goes, because, you, as you know, like, I've moved so much, mm-hmm. that, and I haven't been in locations long enough to, like, build that rapport and develop that kind of community but here it was like right off the bat boom community it's like one person then the next person then the next person next thing i know now when i go to places or go to events i'm gonna see a face that i recognize and a face that wants to see me and a face that i want to see so i love love that that. (laughs) and i'm thankful i'm getting to experience that here i was i was not excited about moving to okc no no 
I just Damn. did it for a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check. That's fine. But it turned out to be the best okay. decision I've made so far um, in the last few years. So, you know, but community is a big deal. Um, how do you feel like you're, because like I said earlier in the episode, I feel like you've been a very resilient person with the things that you've gone through and endured yeah. in your life. So how do you feel like your resilience has transformed throughout the years? Again, just feeling like, you know, I I grow, I elevate. Every year is something new. Every year, and that's just in life, it's always going to be something, you know. If it's not your job, if it's not your friend, if it's not your boyfriend, if it's not your husband, if it's not your girlfriend, if it's not your sister, if it's not your, you know, homeboy up the street, you know, whatever it is, it's always going to be something. So resiliency is something that you have to curate. You have to develop that muscle because some people can't bounce back. And that's what I think that is, is can you bounce back? And if the question is, how has your bounce back <laughs> strengthened over the years? The baby is strong. The bounce back game too strong. It is. People, I can tell. Things and people will try to take your mind if you let them. And I say that all the time. But, like, it's so much more simpler. It's like, okay, if I'm here and I know this don't make me feel good, I'm going to just go elsewhere. I'm not going to fight for the thing that don't make me feel good. You know what I'm saying? And if we just simplify it down to what you need and what you don't need or what you want and what you don't want, it would be so much easier to remove the things that you don't want or need. That you don't need. Hello? Literally. I'm just saying. Damn. You're welcome. You know what's crazy? <laughs> the growth is insane. Like, this is not the money I knew back ah, when we were in our early 20s. Me Like, we was on some party shenanigans okay. back then. Young and dumb. Yeah. And <laughs> Single like, and leaving. When, when, you, when you ran back into me, I was a mess. I'm not sure if you really, if I even opened mess. up to me or mm. opened up to you much, but I was a hot mess around that time mm-hmm. with my life. And so I just love, like, I feel like we've ran into each other at very like pivotal moments of our lives, and then yeah, you we can grew just, up together, girl. Yeah. That's how it is. This is what ten years almost. Yes, in the making. So growing up together. That's a decade. Ooh. A decade of love. So, uh, what do you have coming up? Um, like, are there any important dates, important releases that we should know about? Oh man, I just like the tours. Really, all I've been pushing after hours is out. Um, I'm doing the tour starting this coming weekend. Uh, we got three shows in LA. Um, to be determined about how many more, child, because we done found some old stuff. You know, I might be on the sidewalk turned up. You never know. <laughs> um, but then Houston we got the Loud Music Festival. That's on the fourth and the fifth. And then we got Tulsa. The Tulsa Day is 10th or 11th. I haven't secured that just yet, but that's coming out in the next week. And after that, we'll be back in Dallas for two open mics. And then Soul Sisters is going to be the finale on the 20th of November. So Where is that going to be at? Here in Oklahoma City at the Hubbly Bubbly Hookah Lounge. Okay. okay. And I have a show there every third Monday called Soul Sisters. Yes. That you can come and get you some R&B vibes. I'm going to do a takeover this coming up month, though, and uh, we're going to have a different host because I'm going to be doing the most. All right? Mm, so you want to catch that. that one. You want to catch that one for sure. Yes. So um, would you like to plug yourself in? Um, Find me wherever you get your social media. At the Instagrams, it'll be Imani of Fit. Oh, gosh. Imani Sings. Okay? My new website has just been put out. Um, you can get all of the dates and things that I just mentioned. Plus, um a view of my newest video, Alchemy, all at ImaniSings.com. You can get this T-shirt there. This is the new merch. You can't see it all the way, but 
She stepped up her merch. It's pretty fire. You know she what I'm stepped saying? up Shout her merch. Shout out to Eminent Media for helping me secure the online uh, merch store. It's, yeah, it's good material. I've washed this shirt about five, six times. It ain't got the little cuckabugs on it yet, so that's great. <laughs> anyway, ImaniSings.com for that. And then Facebook is the Imani Official. I'm on every platform you can find me on the music. So, y'all, please look stream up. Stream After Hours. Yes, yeah, Stream After Hours. Follow her. I'm going to put the usernames on this video and also in the caption description area so you can find her. I'm going to put her website on there too. So y'all can just go straight there. Um, and again, look out for the tour dates. Mm-hmm. Look out for the merch mm-hmm. and look out for more music. And once again, thank you for coming to Out of the Trance thank as per usual. Thank you for coming. Girl. And we're going to work on some music together. So it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah, inevitable. It's going to come. Sheesh. One of these days. <laughs> you already know what's on. So stay on the lookout. But anyways, y'all have a good day. Bye. Love you. Bye.